The Neo Reality Entertainment brand expands with a relaunch of the Neo Reality Collective Pop Culture News Talk. Your host, Eric Brown, gives his insights and thoughts in the ever-expanding news world of comic books, professional wrestling, gaming, TV, and movies. Be sure to donate to the brand and keep up to date with additional content on YouTube channels such as Neo Reality Entertainment, NRE The Wrestleverse, and NRE Pop Culture Omniversa. Hello everyone, I'm your host Eric Brown and we're back with Neo Reality Collective. So, DC Comics. So, in order to understand what's going on in the DC universe, since I never got to finish Dark Crisis, and and I even haven't finished Judgment Day, so basically I'm kind of on an event fatigue on this. It's shocking, I know. And like I still read them, I just have no time at all to talk about it. And when I can, something unexpected comes up. So. I decided to just ditch the system format I had going for me and just review whatever the hell I want on terms on my terms. <laughs> Instead of missing out on popular stuff to talk about and other stuff. Because yeah. In fact I even had to rearrange my playlists and whatnot because I want to do other projects for New Reality Collective brand and move forward with this. So Superman number one, written by Joshua Williamson and drawn by Jebel, uh, Campbell. Uh, I've tried to pronounce the first name once, and it failed miserably. Um, basically, this is a relaunch of the Superman comic. I mean, like, at this point, since Superman and everyone now remembers the past, pre New 52 stuff. I, I honestly wish they just change it back to the new to a uh, unified number like they did with Wonder Woman, and I'm hoping they do that one day with Batman. But uh, yeah, sort like they did with Detective Comics and Action Comics, just merge the numbers together, and then voila, we got this big number. Uh, I get the feeling they won't do that because they already missed out on, on the uh, 1,000th issue train they could have went. But uh, moving on from that, let's talk about the continuity going on in the Superman books. So Brian Michael Bendis did the run because that had to be done, according to Bendis, I think. And there were a bunch of stuff that people did not really like, like um, the most infamous one is John Kent and his uh, rapid aging they put him through were... Though, there is an issue I have with that beyond the whole let's age him up because we hate these, because we hate our fans, because Dan DiDio is a tyrant. It was a tyrant at DC Comics, but that's beside the point. Um, here's the thing. If I recall correctly, they went ahead and established that John Kent was in space with his grandfather because Dr. Manhattan couldn't help himself uh, with curiosity. And after that whole Oz thing that happened, he was gone for a few weeks in the main DC universe, but he was trapped on Earth 3 for a number of years to age him up. And I and here's, here's the thing. I don't like that idea. That just sounds stupid. But the other issue I have with this is, well, 
How do I say this delicately? I thought the DC timelines were pretty consistent with the dating system. Like, they're all different universes separated by vibrational frequencies. Just go with me on that. But they don't really, like, have this whole future, like, one week in one universe is eight months in another universe. I thought they were all pretty consistent, like, they operate under the same time time scale. And, well, yeah. I thought that was always the case with the DC multiverse. And if it was the case, then Bendis just butchered an entire system they had going for them to age of John Kent. Now, people don't like that, and they've been yearning for him to go back to being the kid that everyone misses, or at least do something interesting. And Tom Taylor did a pretty good run, I felt, on the on the uh, Superman Son of Kal run, though it ended up being tie-in issues at the end of all of it. So uh, yeah, that sucked. I like granted, it was Superman's return from the main Superman coming back, but there were also some people theorizing that this may not actually be John Kent, and this might be the Earth Three Son of Ultraman. Which, when I heard that suggestion, I was like, okay, that would be kind of interesting. But it's a retcon that I kind of don't want to do, don't want DC to do, because after all the events they've done with John Kent, the amount of sales he's made with his book alone, with Tom Taylor writing him, and all the events that went on, I feel like it would be kind of a cheap move at this point to have him just be revealed he's not really Superman's son and that the real John Kent's still somewhere and they're going to make a mission to find him or something, but yeah, it's just an issue I have with that theory. It, it's just so weird to me. Like, I've seen some people I know talk, talk about that as a possibility. It just kind of negates the fact that Earth-3's Ultraman son did most of the stuff and even though there has been no indication hinting that that was the case in previous stories and just and the fact that he was the stop one of the leading characters in the main dc comics crisis event dark crisis it just kind of i don't know feels a little wrong in some places i'm like is that like like when bar allen had an artificial aging up of his character during the infinite crisis event and then he was killed and brought back there was like no one liked that, and the, and the character hadn't done much in terms of the uh, run as an adult, so they just reverted him back to being a kid after his death. Hijinks ensued, I know, but like, like, he had a love interest, but they never talked about that again, so yeah. <laughs> because that's how you could resolve storylines, right? Just forget they happened. <sighs> okay. So, after that, Bendis also revealed Superman's identity. In real life, it's like the fifth time. But it was a pretty big issue at this time because this is the Rebirth New 52 era. And the previous Superman had his identity revealed then by Lois Lane because they weren't in a relationship in that continuity. Yeah, complicated, complicated, complicated. Yeah, here, okay, I don't know how to describe this. So basically, New 52 Superman and New 52 Lois Lane were a couple. She ousted his secret identity because she was a jerk in that universe, in that timeline, because everyone in the New 52 were, well, 
the New 52 Ultimate Universe counterparts, except without the cannibalism and incest. And the fact that that was a thing in the Ultimate Universe concerns me. So, moving on from that disturbing implications that they did with the, with the Maximoffs. Damn. Uh... They went ahead and decided to have the... And then after Superman of New 52 died, the real Superman came back. Then he soured a die when they merged the New 52 counterpart with the pre-New pre 52 counterpart, which led to a change in this continuity and overall universe. So the New 52 stuff couldn't have happened in a way unless you change a lot of things up and you don't give a storyline like that. And I kind of hated that idea that, that they did in Superman Action Comics at the time because I was like, I kind of liked the pre-New 52 Superman being around and a lot of things were somehow more simpler. And now when Doomsday Clock came out, certain things that you got from Rebirth can't happen in Doomsday Clock because Lois Lane and Superman are not pre-New 52 anymore or New 52 anymore. They're just this unified version of them, but they don't have the memories of the pre-New 52, so they don't know who the Justice Society are. Yeah, see where I'm going with this? It's all complicated. So Bendis did the reveal Superman's identity to the world. This time he does it willingly, much like Spider-Man. And apparently there were rumors going around that there was good, that Dan Didio was looking to break up Lois Lane and Superman's marriage. Again, and not do a reboot with it. Instead, they were going to do the BS route where Superman may have make a deal with the devil because, you know, One More Day was such a critically acclaimed story. If that was really the reported plan, I, I'm glad Didio was fired. More so. Like, I do not get his overwhelming hatred for anything positive or pe what people like. Or his hatred for Superman marrying a normal human. So, there's that. So, moving on from all that, uh, that was that was when Bendis ran things. Then Phil Kennedy Johnson took over. Then they discontinued the Superman title and then planned those relaunch for Dawn of the DC Universe. But actually, comics still kept things going. So, Superman then goes to War World, has that adventure and comes back after going through extensive trial trial by fire stuff and whole host of things with the authority i'm not kidding uh with manchester black who i think would have remembered the whole thing he and the the elite went through with him since this was after dark after dark knight's death metal and then everyone was supposed to remember what happened pre-new 52 okay yeah complicated complicated uh <laughs> So that had happened, but Phil Kennedy Johnson after War World uh, came back and decided after War World and Dark Crisis, they would reverse the Superman identity thing and basically would be and basically have Lex Luthor kill Manchester Black before by using his powers to mind wipe the entire world. That Superman and Clark Kent are one and the same. Manchester Black died because he insulted Luthor by by revealing uh, Superman doesn't think about you, like at all. Though I do kind of have a mixed feeling on that. Mostly, I feel like the reason why Luthor and Superman's dynamic works so well is that they can be friends. Superman sees so much promise in Luthor, but Luthor is too busy having his massive hate boner for him. So. 
yeah. But enough about like this is how I saw Superman and Luthor, Superman Luthor's dynamic is that they can be friends, that they could be be close friends, and that's what I didn't get from the Henry Cavill Jesse Eisenberg dynamic, where I can't picture them being friends. Whereas in the Dawn of DC, whereas in Superman and the Deep Man DC universe, I can. Heck, even New 52 Superman and Lex Luthor had their moments where it looked like they could be friends, theoretically. But, uh, yeah. Uh, moving on from that. So, Superman lost his memories. Super, the whole world safe for, like, the superhero community and those at the Kent house, and those who were at the Kent house that night, uh, lost all their memories. Um, Perry White was one and there was a condition added to it so whenever superman whenever anyone who was affected by the mind wipe remembers that superman clark Kent are one the same they would suffer a unexpected heart attack stroke and that's what happened to uh to uh our editor-in-chief at dc uh, uh, daily planet perry white he suffered a heart attack and had to be taken to the hospital he's still alive but uh, yeah, that was like one of the big conditions added to the we can't go back to restarting to having Superman and Clark can't be one and the same for the public. I don't like that. That sucks. But still, that does raise multiple questions. Like how far does this does this reach? Like, does it go to everybody in the DC universe that in the main DC Earth? Like they said, outside of DC's Earth and the multiverse and space, they all know Clark Kent and Superman are one the same for the most part or could learn about without any repercussions. But still, um, the clause is still out there. But now I'm wondering, how does the Legion of Superheroes happen by that logic? Like we haven't seen the Legion of Superheroes since Bendis' run, probably for a good reason. Um... <laughs> Sorry, wanted to make that joke there. Um, but how does the Legion of Superheroes happen if if they're not supposed to know Clark Kent was also Superman and and oh god, I've hurt myself in my confusion. So this is where we are. John Kent is now happy that he can live a normal life. Superman and Lois Lane's marriage doesn't have to be hounded by the press, and Superman can go back to being Clark Kent. So, all's well that ends well, right? Right? Oh, and Luthor's in prison. So, that all worked out, right? Right? We're doomed, aren't we? Okay, so, this is where we're finally going to get into the big event. Superman number one by Joshua Williamson. Oh yeah, the, that writer. So I was surprised he was still writing for DC after Dark Crisis. So whereas I've seen other people besides like maybe Jeff Johns and and Grant Morrison continue working on stuff. Like whenever I hear a writer in a big modern event, they usually would stop writing for DC or Marvel for a time. Sometimes like Scott Snyder did, so I thought Joshua Williamson was going to take a break from the superhero stuff after working on a massive crossover event like that. That didn't happen. He's sticking around. He's doing Superman ongoing, and he's doing a Green Arrow limited series that could become an ongoing, depending on how well it does. So we'll see where that goes. 
But let's live, drink, and be married and day right into issue one of Superman of the Dawn of the DC Universe event. The Man of Steel back in action after these messages. Alright everybody, let's dig right into Superman number one and find out. Uh, find out what happens next. Clark Joseph Kent. Ah, we're back at the Kent farm. Turn it down! It's that Pete Ross, he's a bad influence. Oh Martha, pizza fine boy. I remember when a teen when a teenage when a certain teenage Martha used to burn down the barn blasting her Tammy. When Clark goes up, he's gonna have all kinds of people telling him what to do and who to be. But you and I don't know he's gonna to listen to the beat of his own drum first, to the sound of that big heart of his. So, yeah, we're cutting to, to the past when Superman was a young lad, and he hears music, and his music's playing before he goes outside and prepares to fly. Superman, the last son of a dying world, Cal, came to Earth for powers and abilities beyond those of mortal humans. He was found and raised by a kindly couple in Smallville, Kansas, and imbued with the values of truth and justice by his adopted parents. Now serving as a reporter for a major metropolitan newspaper, Clark Kent takes the skies to use his gift for the betterment of the world as Superman! Written by Joshua Williamson, artist and cover artist Jamel Campbell. Letter, I cannot pronounce her name, the name. Name, chapter one, voices in your head, and whatnot. So this sounds like an interesting prospect. So we cut to a splash page immediately. So Superman protecting a, protecting a married couple from being electrified with the cape flapping to show the history of his past, such as his parents, the Kents, the fly to Earth, the first Superman costume, his arrival to Metropolis, and I think his meeting with Lex Luthor in the past during the Smallville when he was a young lad. I got you. But who's got you, big guy? Livewire is officially supercharged. Didn't Livewire... Wait, what was that Killer Frost? I don't know. Heat vision to face to, to the face will acquire this obnoxious simpleton. So sick if you showing up where you ain't wanted. Nobody asked for your help. Ignore the bystanders. They should have the intellect to run. Okay, I I, I kinda get that point. Like nowadays everyone wants to just get their phones and watch the carnage. So Okay, the voice in Clark's head is, is smart on that. Go directly to Wirewire and take her out now. Hush. Did you just tell me to hush? You're such a mama's boy, you bum. Yeah, Livewire then tries to fire back after thinking the Superman told her to hush. I like she probably would. He even says, I wasn't talking to you, Livewire. Use your ice grip to create a frog that obscures her vision, then break break her arm and or leg. Your choice. The brutality will disorient her. I get your attention now, don't I? Then dunk her into the ocean. Her powers malfunction in water. Hold her until she runs out of oxygen and passes out. You hope to win this fight while going on the offensive, but your compassion is a weakness. Palpatine, what are you doing in the DC Universe? You already destroyed the Star Wars sequel saga by coming back and the logic gaps in that, but still. This is Dixon Duke. 
Duke Dixon, live, love, and much trouble is here. Our Flywire, aka Leslie Wales, Old Willis, is lashing out in light of her new podcast, Shock Talk, being pulled from streaming platforms. And her attack and has attacked her former employer at her own wedding. At, at his own wedding. Thankfully, the recently returned Superman arrived to rescue them. <laughs> so, Livewire's latest stunt to commit crimes is because podcasting. I get the feeling um, Alex Jones and, and Joe Rogan would probably get more pop, would be more preferable than super villainous Livewire from La- who lashes out and tries to murder people. Meanwhile, Lex Luthor is commenting on this, saying, uh, "Badly, if only you listen to me." Until plop. Oh, he, oh yeah, Luthor's in prison as of Action Comics 1050. Stop talking to yourself before they ship you off to Arkham, inmate. You ain't special. Move along. Three three two eight eight four nine. Luthor Alexander. Oh uh, yeah, everyone just calls him Lex Luthor, even though his real name is Alexander Luthor. But, you know, no one cares. They just refer to him as Lex Luthor for short, so does he. I doubt this is a surprise for our viewers at home, folks. Hmm. But due to the courageous activities of our Man of Steel, Livewire has been apprehended. The day is saved. Ignore me all you want, Superman. And once you grasp the dangers on the horizon, you'll be begging to listen. I'll be back! Livewire's fans won't be denied! You can't cancel me! Hey, please make sure that Miss Willis is handled with the utmost care, gentlemen. Don't worry, Superman, we have it all under control. Even a special show waiting for her at Strikers. Nice to finally meet you face to face, Chief Coco. But before Maggie left for Bloodhaven, she spoke very highly of you. The stories she would tell were inspiring. Same here. Even without, but even without Maggie vouching for you, I've always wanted to work with the legendary Superman. My door is always open. I'd love to stay and chat. The officiate ran away and quit. Should we just cancel? But something, something sounds like a job for Superman. So Superman does what any Superman would do for the world: officiate a wedding. Yep. He parties with everybody, and they have happily ever after ending where he slips their car up. Let's uh, hope so he doesn't recreate Action Comics number one or Infinite Crisis number six. And we cut to a tap, 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 and someone rapidly paced typing on the keyboard. Clark? Can you hear, Clark, you hear me, big guy? Hey, ah, Clark hands back in the Daily Planet as part of his new article. And he's using an old recording player. Music player. Wait, is that even still a thing? A, cas- a cassette tape? With a disc? Like, is that a tape disc? Is that even still a thing in these days and age? I'm like, against Clark Kent, he tends to be old school, but still. I was telling you about my new girlfriend. She just moved in. Ah, Jimmy Olsen has a new girlfriend. Is it the bug lady that he met back in Countdown, or do we just ignore that? Love to learn everything about here, Jim. I'm bio about an article about the special crimes unit's new chief, and I'm going to barely make the deadline. Don't worry, bot buddy. I'm sure the new boss will go easy on you. Oh, think again, Olsen. Revealing Lois Lane, the new editor-in-chief. And this goes for all of you. 
If you think that just because I used to be one of you that you'll get any leeway, you're in for a surprise. If anything, Perry was too easy. Mrs. Miss Lane, I was wondering if I could interview you're the... I'm not the story, kid. And what are you doing here sitting at a desk anyway? The news waits for no one. If that story has legs, you better chase it. You all hear me? And she face palms. Why did I agree to this gig? Hey, because you knew if anyone else had oversolved the planet. And while Mr. White was on sabbatical, I mean, like, recovering, but still, they make a mess of things. Perry's office is like a cage, Smallville. And she intimidatingly grabs him by his collar and says, And I'm a predator. I gotta hunt for a story, or I'm gonna eat an intern. Oh, don't worry. You have Superman as your husband. I'm sure those chains and suit he was wearing back at back on Warworld that you secretly hide in your closet that was revealed in Action Comics 1051 about you and him having secret fuck fantasies. These involving fetish gear is in all news bulleted. Why is everyone these last few years being very horny? Like on my wrestling side of things, Brian Danielson's being king horny. Wardlow mentions chains about in bed and yada yada. Now in comics, we got Lois Lane admitting to her horny ways for chained up Superman. Honey, you've interviewed some of the most dangerous people in the world and lived to write about it. There's no one better than you as editor in chief, Lois. And she just downtrodden because she likes to be out on the adventure. My, real, my girlfriend is making a big feast tonight. Hey, does my favorite couple want to come over? She's dying to meet you. Is this the gorilla princess, the monster hunter, or the rock star? Did you try to marry this one already? 47 minutes. Hey, I'm a changed man, Miss Lane. She's, uh... Uh, how many minutes it's been since Superman was sighted? Jimmy, we... How many lives were lost per second? Metropolis is in great danger. You must let go of your ego and work with me before we are out of time. Um, okay, Luthor, I know you're, you have this massive hatred for Superman, but it kind of comes with the territory when you, you know, re remove his secret, restore his secret identity. Anyways, Clark then goes ahead, sorry, he says, sorry, I, uh, need to use the little boy's room. The little boy's room? Same old Mr. Kent. He never changes. So Superman listens to his music as he stares up to see birds in the sky. Recharging, Lois comes out and says, thinking, you only wear these when you're trying to tune something out. I can still heal the world, even with them on, but the music helps clear my head. So much has happened since I returned. I'm trying to focus. To find focus. I'm not totally used to our lives being back like this, but I'm happy. So what's this really all about? And we got this awesome page, page showing, you know, all the recent stuff that happened in Action Comics and Dark Crisis, and along with Lazarus Planet. Yeah, that, this takes place after Lazarus Planet, even though the event's still technically going on. So... For years, I trained to keep my hearing to, to keep an extra focus on certain people. You, John, my parents, Bruce, Bruce, and Lex. You can hear him now, even from prison. He claims he wants to help. You're not buying that, right? Since the day Lex Luthor was born, he's been out for himself. Sometimes I feel like Lex is the only person I've ever given up on. On Lois? 
Wow. At least Superman admits it. Yeah, this is kind of a thing where Superman clearly has given up on Luthor ever changing, even though circumstances require that he had to go back to being a villain back during the Rebirth era. Mostly cosmic, but yeah. Hey, Lex gave up on Lex, but if you're looking for something to focus on, did you bring your farmer overalls from Smallville? And they make out on top of the Daily Planet until Jimmy Olsen comes in, much to their embarrassment. Oh, hey, whoa, sorry. You saw it too, right? Saw what, pal? Great Caesar's ghost! You're truly Perry White. Superman then removes his clothing and goes out into the air. LexCorp is under attack, Miss Lane. What are you up to now, Luthor? Nanotechnology. But it's not going on the offensive. Yeah, LexCorp is currently being consumed by red and white, red, blue nanobots with the Superman logo as he zooms in and sees Superman nanobots that's changing things. What is... And a light beam hits. Revealing the Supercorp logo. We hope that would catch your attention, Superman. There are easier ways, Mercy. Why do that nanotech have my... Just one of the many tools at your disposal here at Supercorp. Super... What? As a result of Luthor's most recent incarceration, all of LexCorp has been turned over to you. Mercy Graves, Chief Operating Officer. Yay. Though I do have a question. Do you still have your powers from Lazarus Planet where you can turn your arms into any weapons? I can't be bought. I told Luthor no. no. And he respectfully disagrees. Please follow me. Mr. Luthor has genuine concerns about the future. It is to believe that there is something dire on the horizon, something bigger than your feud. What Lex has offered this opportunity can be used for good to do good. So, um, here's my response to this. Um, <laughs> I don't know if Luther even knows about the light. I mean, like, in the Young Justice universe, the light he's part of. But in the main continuity, we don't know who's part of the light who's teamed up with Amanda Waller and certain characters of, of the Suicide Squad to kill the Justice League and kill the human meta, pe- meta people, the metahumans, and, you know, cause mass chaos and destruction. Because genocide is the sign of heroism. Our, little, our team has put a little something special together to show you what we mean. Hey, neighbor! For years, Superman has protected our fair city of Metropolis. But times are changing. As the skies turn red and cloud angry eyes come from clouds. Oh no! Superman needs our help! Oh, now with the support of the good people of Supercorp, Superman will have everything he needs to be the best version of himself. Making your troubles and humanity safe together! And this is the kind of a cool, cool commercial ad, mostly showing showing all these people dressed up as Superman. And in fact, they even stylized it in the Timverse style because we get the D- DCAU Superman in this design and all the characters who are dressed in Supercorp and kids look like from the Bruce Tim DAU universe, which it was kind of a cool Easter egg. Cute. Mr. Lewis felt you were the only person that he can entrust his company to. Mercy, I appreciate what you're doing here, and I'm not afraid to ask for help when I need it, but there is Star Lab, Steelworks, and, and we love the competition. Superman, listen, I know how much Luthor has done to you, the pain and suffering he has inflicted on you and your family, 
But what I want you to understand is that I am not him. Mostly, I am the guy, I am the gal that has guns and weapons that can come out of my arms, and I can kill people with it after his orders because I am swole. Lex always believed you to be some, you were some big muscle head, but I know better. You are smart and you are strong. So you heard his pitch, now hear mine. There's someone I want you to meet. Your new team. He's some of the brightest minds in the world, and for years they've been forced to utilize their brilliance on Mr. Luthor's more petty pursuits. These, imagine what they could do with you. Trust me when I say that ever since we made the change to Supercorp, morale has been through the roof. Then I give it to them. A gift. About that, see, Mr. Luthor's stories are scary. If you try to turn over control to anyone else, the contract's all shut down. They only have the people in the Metropolis workforce for that man in one form or another, and they would all be out of work. Of course Luthor would do that. Percy, there are means to raise money to... Ooh, ooh, I'm sure. Just go compress some coral into diamonds, right? But before you make any rash decisions that could impact the world's economy, I, like... I give you LL01. Hello, Cal. How may I be of a service? Isn't it grand? This is a little new part of your training. I need to become Serena was a hologram of your birth father, Jorel. He thought how the hologram itself might be comforting. Mr. Luthor can be so thoughtful sometimes. Naturally, Superman is unequivocally pissed at this huge mockery of Jorel. I mean, it's not like Jorel lost his mind at one point. Mercy, thank you for this lovely tour, but Mr. Luthor and I need to talk. And he leaves. On his way to you, boss. He won't make it. Luthor's just casually messing with the power grid. That's good. Then a, a crisis happens in the city again, and he rushes off. Oh, I'm so hungry I could eat a house, but I'll sell for a buffet. Give me that juice. Ah, it's Parasite, and he's taking the power of the batter of the of the bus. Don't worry, kids. I'll have you home in no time. Finally, lunch. I just ruined your appetite, Rudy. So before you get into any more trouble, talk to me. How did you break out of Star Labs? You can't let Parasite touch you, or he'll absorb your powers and get stronger. But if you follow my directions, we can take care of this fast and tackle the real problems at hand. There's an energy absorption cannon at Supercorp. Use your super speed to retrieve it. One blast will drain Parasite to a husk. Superman, it could, it's possible it could kill him, but the world will be a better place for it. They ran tests on me, Superman. Then they hurt me, and now I've never been this hungry. And Superman stops to create a big boon. Um, causing Parasite to be thrown all the way into the forest. As Superman races him, whatever Luthor has done to you, Rudy, I can help. We can get you back to Star Labs and... It wasn't Lex. Hungry, 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 You should have taken my offer, Superman. I tried to warn you. You think we are on opposite sides of this game. But you and I are the same team. And the other players are just beginning to reveal themselves. You see... You are not dealing with your enemies. You're facing mine. To be continued in Night of the Parasite. But first, coming to Superman!
danger, horror, adventure. Joel told Krypton that he was doomed, and no one believed him. This world is now also doomed. Will the, will the people here believe you? Revealing a dark, showery figure that looks like Brainiac. Definitely not Brainiac at all, right? Along with those holographic world containers he has. That's, <laughs> I'm sure this is no way going to connect with Night Terror's event that's being rumored. Continued in Dawn of DC in 2023. So, yeah, that's the end of the issue. Uh, pretty, we covered a whole bunch of ground. Now, let me go ahead and just say this. Joshua Williamson writing Superman. Okay, yeah, that, that was awesome. I hope he sticks around for a while. And the artwork is beautiful by Jamil Campbell. And the interesting plot developments are there. And now Luthor's enemies are coming for him. And, like, it just took them over... Uh, nearly a hundred years to finally think, hey, you know how we hate Luthor, right? Yeah. Well, have you ever considered of hunting Luthor down ourselves and not relying on Superman to save the day? Huh. I never thought of that. Let's do it. So yeah, Luthor's enemies are now planning to strike as we see one that's scientifically constructing what looks like a Bizarro version of Superman that's not even the real Bizarro. No, no, no. The Bizarro clone that fights Superman a lot, yeah, uh, he's somewhere else, and there's another Bizarro running around that's in the de in hell currently, serving as their guardian or something. Yeah, check out Red Hood and the Outlaws on that from the new from the re Rebirth era. Yeah, very complicated. So yeah, there was essentially two Bizarros running around in the main DC universe at the time. But we'll see how that goes later down the road if we'll ever see them again since Red Hood and the Outlaws hasn't been back since the end of since near the end of since the end of Year of the Villains storyline. But we'll see y'all again next time. The artwork is great, the writing is pretty good, Superman is very on point, and Clark Kent is also on point. It's just a good story all around. I would have preferred that this was a done-in one to then build up to, and do the ending tease as a build-up to the next issue. But, you know, this is the era of the decompressed storyline style of writing. So, you're going to have to get used to that nowadays. So, this is your host, Eric Brown of the Ariadne Collective. Stay tuned for this ad break and outro. I'll see you all again next time. And see you all in the next podcast. I'll see you all again. Peace and take care and have a good night, everybody. Take care. Be sure to donate to the brand and keep up to date with additional content on YouTube channels such as Neo Reality Entertainment, NRE The Wrestleverse, and NRE Pop Culture Omniversa.